After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Shachanu, 
תקום, תתפלל, בקרוב זה יקרה, אתה עוד תראה, אל תבחן, אתה לא לבד, כולנו איתך. חזקים, לא ניפול לעולם, גם אם יבואו כולם, הוא חזק מהכל, אלוקים הוא גדול, לא ניפול לעולם, ביחד כולם, כמו תמיד. חזקים, לא ניפול לעולם, גם אם יבואו כבר כלו הקיצים, כבר אפיים שנה יהודים מקווים, בתמימות טרור המחכים, אולי היום הוא יגיע. עם כל הכוח שיש, רק תבקש אלוקים תודה על כל מה שיש, תקום ותצחק את העצב תמחק Oh, my God. 
Thank you. 
J.M. in the A.M. Good morning. <laughs> oh, boy. Baruch Hashem, you wake up, you've won the lottery. You know who used to say that to me? Mayor Weingarten used to say that to me. You wake up in the morning, you've won the lottery. Yeah. And anybody who's uh, alive and well knows uh, that it is 100% true. Uh, Yeshiva boys with Ma'ashiv Shivisi, that was Yaakov Shweki. Yidel had Leva Chad. Chazakim and the Yidin medley, which, by the way, ends with Chazakim. It's why you heard this song twice in a row with Maishi Tischler and, of course, Regesh. Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Thursday on this June 17th, day 7 in the month of Tammuz, the year 5781, Tufshin Pei Aleph. 60 degrees, sunny, a high of 80. Clear tonight, low 61. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high of 84. Yerushalayim is at 74. We're at 60 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. What is today? The 17th of June. Boy, school year coming to a close. I assume most of the graduations have taken place already, if not all. Um, Even public school ends at the end of next week. And um, this month of June, dominated by dads and grads and shevabrachas and weddings, is uh, essentially going to end, yeah, in another week. Shavasar Batamas is a week from Sunday. And the three weeks will begin, and I guess we could say that summer will be in full swing. Boy, oh boy. What's the weather for Father's Day? Let's see. Today we've got uh, sunny. Friday, tomorrow, partly cloudy. Shabbos, mostly cloudy. And Sunday, Father's Day, mostly sunny. Nice. All right. Talking about a nice weather pattern here in this area. Hope everybody around the world gets to enjoy that. A nice stretch of good weather. Anyway, it's Thursday. No reason to touch that dial. You should be with us all day long. Simple as that. (laughs) Keep it at the Nahum Siegel Network. Keep it us. Uh, keep the NSN app operating on your phone. Uh, if you're using our listen line, just keep it on all day. It's Thursday. That means all day long, you're being treated to uh, nice, good, and fun programming. That's how it works. We're always fun. We're always interesting, but for some reason, Thursday we seem to really step it up. We move the whole thing up a notch. Um, so coming up, we've got all the, uh, all of our regular Thursday programming, plus we'll live lunch between 11 and one o'clock. And, um, tonight Mark Zomick will present a, an era of Shabbos show specifically for this week, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Mark will present the whole thing uh, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and then again at 3 a.m. Eastern Time and then again at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Got a whole bunch of uh, amazing songs and great programming that he's responsible for, and that all starts at 7 o'clock tonight. So those of you who are preparing for Shabbos, if you're preparing for Shabbos here in the United States, perfect opportunity tonight to tune in. If you're preparing for Shabbos in Israel... Let's say at, uh, oh, I don't know. Um, What would 3 a.m. be here? 3 a.m. would be 10 a.m. in Israel, right? So you're preparing for Shabbos Friday morning in your kitchen in Israel. Tune in. 
The show airs at 3 a.m. We really should consider, I know it's a replay of JM and the AM at midnight uh, Eastern time. We really should consider moving the Arab Shabbat show into a slot like that so people have it early Friday morning in Israel. I don't know, i got to think about this. got to think about how we're doing this. I always like the fact that the replay of JM and AM started at 7 a.m. in Israel because that would be like, you know, you're hearing the morning show during the morning. But like I say, I've got to think about this. And trust me, I will. <laughs> Thursday morning, JM and the AM, my thanks to those of you who have donated to our spring summer campaign, which will end a week from tomorrow. If you haven't given yet, please return your envelopes with your generous donations. If you haven't given yet, please consider going to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. We'll thank some of our donors later on. And... Uh, a special thank you to those who've been donating in memory of Mayor Weingarten. A, a very special thank you for that. If you've been uh, donating uh, in memory of Mayor, much appreciated. So there's a brand new song out there, which I have a feeling we're going to be playing quite a number of times. Chayot Hanochamot. Is that the right way to pronounce it? I hope so. Chayot Hanochamot. Uh, it is uh, Shlomo Katz featuring Nisim Black. It's brand new, and you're listening to it at JM in the AM.
it, yeah. You give me peace, yeah. Hard to believe it, yeah. But it ain't a secret, yeah. I wanna drink from your fountain of wisdom and joy. Holy to deacon, you give freely, really, you are my choice. Unrelated is the wonder of your greatness. Made it your business to pull me from the pavement. I understated, who can say it? Any mention of your praises like your insult from the praiser. I ain't paid to say this. I use my God-given to give the God's given. I give my heart in it. He light a spark in it. It's always hard beginnings, but it defines the winning. If you merit to reach the ending, only he can finish. Heart open world 
tell me no, I'm going, going, going. Places only I can see, reaching for eternity, I'm showing, showing, showing. Oh, the wonder of life, the wonder of life. So I'm gonna find that fire. Tell me, no, I'm going, going Places only I can see Reaching for eternity I'm showing, showing
Yerachmiel Begun, Miami Boys Choir, Shema Yisrael, Tov Hodos at Shevez Achim. You heard the medley by Shlomo Kalbach, The Wonder of Life, brand new from Yaakov Shweki. He mentioned that song yesterday in our new Music Alert Wednesday conversation with uh, Yaakov Shweki. And Shlomo Katz at Hayot HaNohamot, brand new with Nisim Black. Here at JM in the AM. Thursday morning, got Galitza in the background. Do our news from Israel coming up? It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and AlchemSingle.com, and the Single Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. There it is. Galitza, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for Thursday is next. Boker Tov from JM in the AM. 
גלי צהל השעה שתיים, צהריים טובים, כאן גוני כהן עם מה שקורה עכשיו. שוטר מג"ב שירה למוות ביד אל חלק, תושב מזרח ירושלים בעל צרכים מיוחדים, הואשם בהמתה בקלות דעת, מדווח כתבנו איתי שריג. על פי הניתן, השוטר המואשם בהמתה של אלחלק ירה לעבר פלא גופו העליון, למרות שהצעיר היה שרוע על הארץ, כשהוא כבר פצוע מירי שבוצע קודם לכן. על פי כתב האישום, אלחלק לא החזיק בידו דבר ולא ביצע דבר שהצדיק את הירי. כתב אישום הוגש נגד שלושת החשודים בהשלכת בקבוק התבערה ביפו בזמן המהומות בחודש שעבר, שהובילה לפציעת מוחמד ג'ינטזי בן ה-12, מדווח כתבנו בתל אביב בן נצר. מכתב האישום עולה שהשלושה החליטו להביא למותם של יהודים באשר הם יהודים וחלו בזריקת בקבוקי תבערה בשכונת עג'מי. בשל טעות בזיהוי פגעו בבית ערבי ובו נפצע מוחמד ג'ינטזי בן ה-12. מיוחס לחשודים מעשה טרור של ניסיון לרצח, סיוע למעשה ועבירות לאומניות נוספות לפי חלקם. בפרקליטות יבקשו לעצור אותם עד לתום ההליכים. וכתב אישום נוסף הוגש הבוקר נגד תשעה תושבי הכפר זלפה בוואדי ערה, המואשמים בביצוע לינץ' במשפחה יהודית שנקלעה בטעות לאום אל פחם במהלך מבצע שומר החומות. על פי כתב האישום החשודים חיכו לרכבים של יהודים בצומת מגידו, וכשזיהו את רכב המשפחה היהודית הם פתחו במרדף אחריהם. לאחר מכן חבטו באלות על המכונית ויידו עליה אבנים עד שבני המשפחה חולצו ופונו לקבלת טיפול. ידיעה שהעביר כתבנו דורון קדוש. יושב ראש ועדת הכספים חבר הכנסת אלכס קושניר מישראל ביתנו מבטיח בגלי צה"ל מי שמשרת בצבא ומשלם מיסים יקבל עדיפות. חבר הכנסת יעקב אשר מיהדות התורה הגיב על הדברים וטען לא נקבל הטפות מוסר ממפלגה מגזרית. סדר עדיפויות הולך להשתנות. מי שעובד ומשרת בצבא ומשלם מיסים, יקבל יותר, אין שום ספק. לשמוע את כל הטפת המוסר הזו ממפלגה שכל כולה, ישראל ביתנו, הייתה סקטוריאלית, הכי סקטוריאלית בעולם. אז הם באים להטיף מוסר על חלוקה הוגנת ותקציבית. אחרי 16 שנה, סרחיו רמוס עוזב את ריאל מדריד, כך הוא נשמע לפני זמן קצר במסיבת עיתונאים של הבלנקוס, במהלכה נפרדו רשמית מהבלם האגדי וקפטן הקבוצה. הגיע הרגע הקשה של חיי, אף פעם אתה לא מוכן להיפרד מריאל מדריד, אבל זו העת לומר שלום. כך רמוס. כתבנו ליאל אריה מוסר שהעונה האחרונה הייתה מהחלשות בקריירה של הבלם. הוא רשם 21 הופעות בלבד בכל המסגרות, ובילה את מרבית העונה מחוץ לסגל בגלל פציעות שונות. מצבו הרפואי של רמוס הוביל גם את מאמן נבחרת ספרד לואיס אנריקה לוותר על שירותיו ביורו 2020, והוא נותר מחוץ לסגל. מזג האוויר, טמפרטורות נמוכות מהרגיל העונה, מחר התחממות, אלה החדשות.
There ain't no visual in a cliche cliche. There ain't no visual in a cliche cliche. You can drive for all eternity. There ain't no visual in a cliche cliche. With cliche on, cliche need. Well, them's a different case, you see. So go tell everyone who be. There ain't no visual in a cliche cliche. a bumblebee, cause you are you and I am me, and that's as plain as day to see, the sun don't shine in the middle of night, two wrongs sure don't make a right, one thing that will always be, there ain't no visual in a cliche cliche, there ain't no visual in a cliche cliche, there ain't no visual in a cliche cliche, you can drive for all eternity, there ain't no visual in a cliche cliche, with a cliche on, cliche need, well there's a different case you see. So go tell everyone who be There ain't no visual in the cliche cliche Nope, uh-uh Well, the time has come for me to go I taught you everything I know No way me so I know I've gotta run and do my show I hope I didn't strain your brain I didn't mean to cause you pain Two plus two ain't fifty-three And there ain't no visual in a cliche cliche There ain't no in the cliche, cliche. There ain't no visual in a cliche, cliche. You can drive for all eternity. There ain't no visual in a cliche, cliche. Where the cliche is shown, cliche need. Well, them's a different case, you see. So go tell everyone who be. There ain't no visual in a cliche, cliche. Laugh. Say- 
sing And Sadie made a kiddish Friday night And Sadie, oh my Sadie How I loved him so And Sadie used to teach me wrong from right His eyes lit up when he would teach me Torah Taught me every line so carefully He spoke about our slavery in Egypt And how God took us out to make us free But winter went by Summer came along I went to camp to run and play And when I came back home, they said, Sadie's gone. And all his books were packed and stored away. I don't know how or why it came to be. It happened slowly over many years. We just stopped being Jewish. Like my Zadie was And no one cared enough To shed a tear But Zadie made us laugh Zadie made us sing And Zadie made us Seder Pesach night And Zadie, oh my Zadie How I loved him so Zadie used to teach me wrong from right Many winters went by, many summers came along And now my children sit in front of me And who will be the Zadies of my children? Who will be their Zadies? If not me Oh, who will be the Zadies of our children? Who will be their Zadies if not we? But Zadie made us laugh Zadie made us sing And Zadie made a kiddish Friday night My Zadie, how I love him so And Zadie used to teach me Wrong from right Thank you. 
It's the Unity Medley. I think it comes from one of the Seum albums, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think this past Seum Hashas. I think at least two Seum Hashas ago, if I'm not mistaken. Speaking of Seum, by the way, um, so first of all, I want to remind everybody that on Wednesday, this coming Wednesday night, there'll be a Seum in memory of Mayor Weingarten being done at the Avnaminion of Flatbush in Flatbush, Brooklyn. You can attend in person if you wish. And they also have a Zoom link. Our um, suggestion is be in touch with the Gabai at the Yavna Minion. Gabai, G-A-B-B-A-I, at Yavna Minion, Y-A-V-N-E-H, Minion.org. Uh, and you'll get information about the Zoom link. And if you want to attend in person, they'll tell you exactly how to do that. 8 p.m. at the Yavna Minion in Flatbush, Wednesday, the 23rd of June. Siumishnayot in memory of Mayor Weingarten, whose Shloshim is the next night, Thursday night, is Mayor Shloshim. Um, then the other thing was the thank God the Siumishnayis uh, program is sold out. Uh, I finally have accurate information. The Siumishnayis program is sold out, um, and that will be uh, concluded a week from tonight. So congratulations and thank you to everybody who's uh, studying in memory of Mayor. The Tanakh one, which is um, has been designated for one year uh, to complete the entire Tanakh in memory of Mayer and his first yard site, um, there is still space available on that Google Doc. If you would like it, if you'd like to see it and register for it, add your name to the list of people studying Tanakh in memory of Mayer, just email me, nachum at nachumsegel.com, or if you get our daily thread, um, I am told it will be in our daily thread starting today. For the next few days, so, um, so just pay attention to that, and you'll have the uh, link where you can go and sign up and participate in the Siyum Tanakh in memory of Mayor Charlie Harari at nine o'clock, Michael Fragan at um, at nine thirty. Spin class today with Michael Fragan. He'll have political analyst Ari Harrow, and he'll have New York elections expert Jacob Cornblue. From the forward, uh, they'll talk at 9.30. 10 a.m., it's um, Ari Tolwin, co-founder of New Milk. Uh, he is Allison Joseph's guest on Jew in the City Speaks. Uh, That's Life with Miriam Alwalik. will be live with Tamar Lussman, co-owner of Candy Corner Israel. Uh, we'll do the Thursday live lunch at 11. Um, at 7 p.m., the Arab Shabbos show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That's with Mark Zamek, of course, at 7 p.m., 3 a.m., and 10 a.m all happening right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. All right. Big thank you to our friends at A&H. You know, it's grilling season. You know, there are people who are finding every excuse to grill. Graduation, barbecue, Father's Day supposedly is coming up on Sunday. I would love a good midday barbecue on Sunday. Hint, hint. Um... <laughs> um I hope my kids are thinking about which people we know who have a massive barbecue grill. Um, there are a lot of weddings. Sheverbrach is taking place. People like to grill. Well, guess what? All of the uh, Trader Joe's nationwide are carrying A&H hot dogs. Plus, of course, you can get A&H at uh, all the uh, major supermarkets, all the better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Every one of their products is available. Plus, you can go to kosherdogs.net. Use promo code radio and order whatever you need from A&H. And, of course, as we always encourage you, try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. 
Our friends at Partners in Torah, who we might hear from later today. That's what I'm told, at least. Uh, it's a program, Partners in Torah, that is, that has connected over 80,000 Jews to study Torah with one another. They're launching a campaign to enroll another 10,000 Jews this year on their state-of-the-art matching platform. You can help make this happen. Go to partnersintorah.org slash matching. Partnersintorah.org slash matching. Now you may have, during these months of Tammuz, Av, and Elul, you may have an extra hour a week where you could dedicate to Torah study. And becoming a student or mentor in Partners in Torah is just amazing. Thousands, I don't even think I'm exaggerating when I say that, thousands of testimonies about how amazing it is. Partnersintorah.org slash matching. Partnersintorah.org slash matching. Check it out and um, become part of it. want to thank those who've been donating to... Um, uh, to uh, fjbunity.org. A big thank you to those who've been donating at fjbunity.org to our spring-summer fundraiser. Much appreciated. I want to thank Erwin uh, and Susan Lieberman of Forest Hills who've donated three times high in honor of their children and grandchildren and in memory of Mayor Weingarten. Thank you for that. Oh, this one we're going to save because the request is to do this one on the 21st of June. All righty. Um... I want to thank uh, Marvin Reinheimer of Fairlawn, uh, who donated in honor of Fred and Ilse uh, Reinheimer. Thank you very much for that. I want to thank um, Dr. Philip Rubin, right here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, who donated $76 in memory of his mother, Mrs. Estelle Rubin, Elka Reza, Basra Vital Halevi. Thank you very much for that, Dr. Rubin. Much appreciated. And uh, a big thank you, of course, to everybody who's donating in memory of Mayor or just uh, becoming a donor in order to support us. We, we really appreciate those who give a monthly donation. If you could afford 10, 18, 36, 100, 200, whatever it is per month, that's extremely helpful to us. Just go to fjbunity.org and you could set that up. And uh, it's really helpful and a very, very uh, uh, big assistance to us going forward. Uh, our fundraiser ends a week from tomorrow, so please do what you can to make it a success for us. We would greatly appreciate it. Greatly appreciate it. Yesterday, Yaakov Shweki was on. We did a new music alert Wednesday. Here's one of his new selections at JM in the AM. Oh, 
Jam in the AM. That's uh, Yaakov Shweki, of course, brand new. I thank you for joining us yesterday for a new music alert Wednesday here at Jam in the AM. Uh, well, I want to thank uh, B and Ralph Rosenbaum. I uh, mentioned this yesterday. Uh, the Rosenbaums 
have sent in a contribution for two individuals, as Ralph puts it in this letter. One is from Mayor Weingarten, a very good friend of yours and the NSN Network. Caleb to your Joshua. And I thanked Ralph for using that reference. Very meaningful to me. The other is for my father, Ben Rosenbaum, Pinchas Ben Shmuel, whose yard site's the fourth of Tammuz. My father was a quiet man who made sure that his family was provided for. He turned me on to Art Raymond and WEVD, always listening to that station on weekends. I've learned through the years that the memory of an individual is kept alive by the people who knew him and speak about them. Mayor will be spoken about for years to come. His love of Eretz Yisrael and his knowledge of Tanakh will enlighten others to remember him. My father escaped from Gelsenkirchen, Germany. He hid in Belgium with his sister during the war and came to the States after the war. B and uh, my memory of him told to our son is keeping his memory alive. And the fact that we get to share it, frankly, with all our listeners, Ralph, keeps his memory alive as well. Today... Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebin of Yosef Alevi, Zechonishmas Esther Basar of Yosef Alevi, and in addition, of course, Rabbi Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas, Lezecher Nishmas Pinchas Ben Shmuel, and Lezechonishmas Meir Nachum Ben David. Here's Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn concerning the Chukim. Those mitzvahs which we don't understand the rationale behind. Hashem says this is a decree. And you do not have permission to question it. Reb Zusha says, the truth is, it's much better for us that it's a chok. Because Hashem is noe, conducts himself with us as it were. Mido kenegen mido, one measure for another. Chazal tell us, all will become annulled, except for the Mida Keneged Mida, the one turn for another. Just as we fulfill the Chok, which doesn't have a rational meaning for us, and the human intellect cannot grasp its essence, so too Hashem conducts himself with this Mida as well. Hashem says, blow the shofar, it confuses the Satan, and we are forgiven. If the Satan and the Umos and the nations of the world come and ask us, how is B'nai Yisrael able to make this happen? Hashem answers, because B'nai Yisrael guards those chukim, those mitzvos without understanding, and therefore I forgive them without any understanding. So we see that chukim are very good for Klal Yisrael. A Jew was wealthy like Korach. He davened in the Beis Medrash of the Ben Ishchai. His wealth was only matched by his kamtsonos, his miserliness. He didn't even own his own pair of tefillin. He would go around every morning and borrow from somebody else. The Rav once told him he should buy his own tefillin. The wealthy man said he was too busy to buy tefillin and he didn't know exactly where he should buy them. The Rav said, I tell you what, I'm going to buy the tefillin for you. The wealthy man didn't have an answer. So he said, tell me how much the tefillin cost. The Rav told him you could get tefillin for maybe 800 gold pieces. You can get it for 1,000. You can even buy it for 1,500 gold pieces. It depends on how beautiful you want that mitzvah to be. When the rich man heard this, he, he almost fell over. He said, so expensive. It's okay. I'm not going to trouble the Rav. I'll buy them myself. The next day he came in shul and he was so happy. He proudly showed the Rav the tefillin and said, 
I bought them for 200 copper pieces. The Rav was amazed to hear this. You paid only 200 copper pieces? In that case, I doubt they are kosher. A klaf, the klaf alone costs 100 gold pieces. The tefillin themselves have to cost at least 200 gold pieces. Either there are no parshias inside or they're fake. Each time you make a bracha, when you put on those tefillin, it will be a bracha levatala, a bracha in vain. The wealthy man was not upset. He told the Rav, please don't trouble me with these matters. Don't pressure me about this. I bought the tefillin. They're becheskas kashras. They're good. If the moicher is a ganav, if the person that sold it to me is a thief, then he's guilty. Any bracha that's said in vain, the onish is going to be his. When the Rav realized that he shouldn't argue with this stingy man, he remained quiet. And the wealthy man inferred that the Rav agreed with him. A few months later, the same wealthy man came into Shul. He was so upset. The Rav felt bad for him and asked what had happened. The wealthy man cried. No one could help him at this point. Someone had offered to sell him a precious jewel worth half a million dinarim for only 200,000 gold pieces. The wealthy man was delighted. He was so happy. However, now he found out that that man sold him glass. It was fake. That's not your problem, said the Rav. He sold you the glass and said it's a diamond. He's guilty. The Aveir is on his head. And so we see the world is Mida Keneged Mida. All of us should have the great schus to follow the chukim and do every mitzvah with sincerity and with faith. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Jam in the AM Thursday, 60 degrees, sunny and a high of 80. Uh, from our NSN app. First of all, listener Tikva says she loves listening to Jam in the AM's rerun at 7 a.m. Israeli time. See, that's it. That's why we do it. <laughs> I don't, and therefore, I doubt we're going to move it. Listener Shaney says, Nahum NBN, Nefesh Benefesh, does it again. I am an Israeli citizen officially. Mazel Tov, Shaney. Next time I see you at the Tachanari Shana, I will give you a big Mazel Tov wish. Amazing. That is amazing. Um, and Arnie says, thank you, Nahum, from yesterday, making me a celebrity <laughs> like you are for a day, as you are each and every day. Thank you. God bless for mentioning my name a few times. Well, Arnie, you had a, a wonderful message, and I was... Glad we were able to communicate that. Thursday morning broadcast here at JM and the AM. Well, it's no secret that we've been pretty critical of American Jewish leadership when it comes to uh, putting pressure on government officials and on other leaders regarding attitude toward Israel, especially vis-a-vis what we just saw recently uh, in the media um, uh, regarding the Gaza campaign. And, uh, of course, on the whole issue of anti-Semitism now going on in the United States, when random attacks are happening on Jews in different parts of the U.S., we'd like to see government officials and other leaders stand up and say this is intolerable. So where is leadership? That's the question. Maury Litwack, who's an amazing friend of this show, is Director of State Political Affairs of the OU, and he has said to me, Nahum, the OU is going to take a leadership role in this area. And by the way, before I bring Maury on, I'd like to appoint everyone to the following website because he'll be discussing it, and it's one that will hopefully lead to a lot of effectiveness in this area. 
advocacy.ou.org slash united. Advocacy.ou.org slash united. Those of you listening around the country, New York, New Jersey, and everywhere else, all of us can participate in this current OU campaign. Maury Litwack, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Malcolm, it's always a pleasure to be on. I only come on, as I always tell you, I only come on when we have work for the community to do and work we do have for the community to do. Yeah, this is a real this is a real call to action. I know that you and others are frustrated that that leadership has to now fall on shoulders of people of the OU and people who really care and are out there for the community. We would expect maybe others would be taking on this role, but that's not for today's conversation. Today's conversation is that the OU has developed a website and a system to get people like us around the country involved, to put pressure on government officials, and to make a difference in the couple of areas that I just outlined. Tell us what we can accomplish together in this regard. Well, the impetus for this campaign was the absolute shocking surge in violent attacks on American Jews nationwide. You know, from New York to Los Angeles to South Florida to Skokie, uh, it was just crazy. And too many elected officials were either painfully complacent or very, very slow to denounce these assaults. And at the same time, Congress failed to stand up for Israel's right as a sovereign nation to act in self-defense. So there there was a lot of frustration on both the the inability or the complacency of elected officials to to denounce anti-Semitic attacks and um, for so many to stand up for Israel's right to defend itself. And by the way, and, and by the way, Maury, I'm sorry for interrupting, but it's a really important point for 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 to all of what you just described. Unfortunately, uh, also applies to government officials who normally stand with Israel and government officials, many of them Jewish, who you'd expect to stand with Israel and the Jewish community. I know we're talking specifically about the anti-Semitism issue, who you'd expect to stand with the Jewish community. It's low-hanging fruit, Maury. It's an opportunity to contact government officials who really understand why they need to be out in the forefront on this issue. Oh, 100%, Nachum. And I think your listenership does not un- does not fully understand how Congress works, how elected officials work, and I'm going to give you a little inside look into it. I used to work in Congress. I worked for two members of Congress. I did it for about four years, and I worked in, in, in doing congressional affairs, foreign policy, a bunch of different work for these members. And on a daily basis, we had walking into our office at least 50 to 100 people a day asking us and lobbying us on different issues. On top of that, the email list, the phone calls, would often be flooded with hundreds or thousands of people responding and reaching out, making their voice heard. So when you, when you understand that and you understand how policy works and how elected officials respond and what they hear, we as an ele- a community have to understand that we have to be involved. We each have to make our voices heard. And that's why we at the OU launched the Unite and Advocate campaign. Yep. And, and the idea of this campaign is very simple. You're frustrated. You want to make your voice heard. You're frustrated that your local elected official, you're frustrated that your, your, your member of Congress did not respond to these things, did not have a, a statement that, that you felt was, uh, was appropriate for what was going on, then pick up the phone and meet with them. But we know that people don't have, don't have necessarily the way to get a hold of their elected officials. Elected officials are, are busy. They're hard to get a hold of. Right. So the United Advocate <laughs> campaign called out to the community 
and said, and the OU said, we will facilitate these meetings with members of Congress and their staff. Right. Face-to-face meetings with them, as many as we can do. Some by Zoom, obviously, et cetera. Right. But this is not an advocate campaign. And I want to tell you, by the way, nothing. Yeah, go ahead. I want to tell you, you should be really excited about this, because (laughs) I know you've you've been saying to the community, we need to get involved, we need to act in voice. 240 members of the community signed up. For this so far, right now I got I got to tell you, it's now two forty one because, and here's why I'm laughing. Do you know how long with autofill? God bless my computer. Do you know how long with autofill it took me to respond? One second, exactly. Exactly, exactly. So, so if you're if you're like Nakam and and you 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 go over to that website and it takes you five seconds, you'll be part of of a movement of tangible action rather than sitting there being frustrated, rather than on Shabbos. Telling your friends, wow, I wish I could do something about this. You now have an opportunity to do something about it. Yep. And so 86 community members to date have actually done meetings with their elected officials. And by the end of this week, we'll have conducted meetings with close to two dozen members of Congress and their staff. This is this brilliant. Is, this is brilliant. It's, I mean, but you, 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 you have to understand, we're, we're training our staff. Which we have incredible staff. Lindsey Barkey, who's our director of congressional affairs for the OU. Uh, we have Yehuda Friedman, who who I know you know, who is sure. a, a, a great advocate, our director of grassroots for the OU Advocacy Center. They have been training uh, training community members. The community members are the ones leading these meetings, not our staff. The community members are, and they're talking to them about how they need our elected officials to stand up and condemn the recent surge of anti-Semitic attacks nationwide, to support Israel, to increase security for our yeshivas, for our schools, for our camps, for our, our, all of our communal infrastructure and needs. And to, and de- to, support and to, and to denounce anti-Semitic acts. 100%. And so people, if, if, if you, the, the assumption that elected officials and our representatives are just going to simply do this, or they're going to somehow hear you at Kiddush at Shul complaining about it, is fantasy. The only way they're going to hear it is if you meet with them and you explain to them that you and the thousands of people in your community, and your family, and your grandkids, and your kids, and your brothers and sisters, and aunts and uncles and cousins, are frustrated and fed up and are, are, are care about these issues. That's the only way it's going to happen, Nachum. Oh, God, do I love your passion. I love your passion. Ladies and gentlemen of this beloved audience, and an audience that loves a call to action, Maury Litwack is exaggerating. He said you need five seconds to do this at advocacy.ou.org slash united. It took me one second, one second, because of my autofill on my computer. It's those six typical boxes that have to be filled in. And again, most computers at this point could do it with autofill. And then you press, press the button, and that is it. Now, they have you in the system. They know you're willing to be at a meeting. They know you're willing to Zoom with a public official. They know you're willing to bring up these issues. One of... The one of the worst things about this whole situation is that many of us just don't know what to do. We know how to demonstrate and how to take to the streets. And that's why we were demanding that there be rallies and demonstrations and take to the streets, because that's what we know what to do. We know how to respond when there's a call for a rally. Now, the OU, God bless them, has come up with a really easy system to become part of of the advocacy, not just for the OU Advocacy Center, but advocacy for the Jewish people here in the United States of America. They will make sure 
that you are informed about these meetings. They all make sure that when something takes place, you, you can be involved. And the more people are, that are involved in person and or via Zoom, the more effective this is going to be. Maury, uh, you know, you pointed this out, and I think it's obvious, but I just got to emphasize it. One of the biggest advantages your department has is that someone like you literally knows the inner workings. You sat there at a desk in Washington, and you know what's effective and what's not effective. We, yeah, we, we're really blessed, and 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 um, our director of congressional affairs, Lindsay, also sat in in Congress and worked in Congress, and so we 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 are fortunate that we have those experts who work in the field who know this. But also, I just want to point out, and I haven't mentioned this yet, is a lot of elected officials during this recent you know horrible events and, and anti-Semitic surge, they did express they, they they did support Israel. They did they did. Um, really condemn the attack. But again, if you're not, again, I can tell you this, that if you're not thanking them, you're not expressing your right. I'll right. never forget, I'll never forget, I'll never forget sitting with uh, my, my member of Congress I was working for, and him saying, I do all these things for, 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 for Israel. I support all of it. Why doesn't anyone say thank you to me? I'll yep. never forget that, nothing. Yep. And so it's very important. Our community has to understand there's this assumption that your voice doesn't matter. There's yeah. this assumption, Malcolm, that, that people don't want to hear from you. Yeah. It's not true. These things make a meaningful difference. And I can tell you, just leading into this, Malcolm, is you know that on Tuesday, there's another way to have your voice heard in New York City if you're a New York City resident. And you know what that is, Malcolm? Yeah. The, it's the vote. primary day on Tuesday, and it's really the day that the mayor is going to be elected. I know it's a new system now with the ranked voting and all that, but the, the truth is that whatever happens between now and the 22nd of June, because there's early voting, whatever happens between now and the 22nd of June is really going to determine who the next leader of New York City is. A lot of people in our community are not happy with the way New York City is right now. You can't complain if you don't go out and vote. 100%. So I just want to tell your listenership that if you're if – you're, Outside, if you're in New York City, you have two opportunities. You can join this campaign and go vote. Make your voice heard. Make the Jewish vote be so loud. Let's see if we can get to 100% voter turnout on Tuesday. It would be unbelievable if we could do that. The, if you're outside of New York City, here's an opportunity for you to meet with your elected official. Wherever you are, if your community has three dozen members, members in it, if that's 3,000 members in it, don't assume that someone else is doing this. That is inaccurate. It is a false assumption. We need your voice. We need you to be involved. We need your passion. You're important. Your voice matters. We need you today. By the way, and to New Yorkers, you would say, in addition to all that, uh, we know that a lot of people like to paint everybody with the same brush, especially when everyone's under the same party. But the reality is that with the choices we have Tuesday in New York City for our community, a community that cares about public safety, a community that cares about a good relationship with the not just Israel stuff, but just a good, cordial, uh, you know, channel of communication with a public official. Uh, I think we can say, and I know the OU doesn't endorse anybody, but I think you could say, Maury, hey, everybody, there are some really questionable choices and there's some really sensible choices so go out there don't just throw your hands up and say they're all the same go out there make a sensible choice for the issues that we care about yes and, and not only that i i think i think that at, at this point we're so proud and, and I, I remember being on the on the show three years ago five years ago talking about voting you and i were, were, would look at the voting results at the end of election and and pull our hair out whatever hair i have left <laughs> and and say and say what is going on why is the community not coming out to vote this election, I've seen 
the Bukharian community. I've seen the Crown Heights community. I've seen Satmer. I've seen the West Side. I've seen Flatbush. I've seen Far Rockaway. Each have their own videos, their own information on voting, their own information on the election. If you're in the community in New York City, wherever you are, people have an opportunity to learn about the races, learn what your communities think about, about elections. This is, this is, our community has stepped up unbelievably. There are no excuses anymore for your voice. If you are a New York City resident and you want to vote, there's no excuses. If you're not a New York City resident and you want to make your voice heard, the only option you should not do is simply complain. Yep, simple as that. And and frankly, a lot of the, you know, we're craving, we're craving leadership at this time. We, we need leadership. And really, uh, very often what we just want is to be told what to do. We want a sensible method of what to do. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody in this beloved audience nationwide, I am begging you. I am begging you no matter what congressional district you're in, no matter what state you're in, go to this website that I'm about to give you. It is the simplest process imaginable. Just register on this website. Let the OU worry about the rest. Maury will take care. Maury will take care of his meeting schedules. And no they'll, problem. And they'll be up to date with you on everything going on. Just join the website so that when you have an opportunity to in person or via Zoom meet with a public official, you will finally have you'll have them in front of you. You'll have them in front of you. You'll be able to voice everything you want to voice, whether it's their policy on Israel, whether it's their lack of a of a statement regarding anti Semitism in America, whatever it is you want to tell them, you'll be able to tell them to their face or via Zoom. The website, advocacy.ou.org slash united. Advocacy.ou.org slash united. Just register there no matter what area of this country you live in, no matter how Jewish your neighborhood is, no matter how not Jewish your neighborhood is. Just go to that website, advocacy.ou.org slash united. Maury, I've told you this a million times. We met with our... Uh, Congresswoman, in advance of the Iran deal uh, vote, the Obama-Iran deal um, um, uh, congressional vote, and uh, and we knew how she would vote. It would not be you know the position in the end that we were in favor of. But she was so appreciative that we sat down to discuss the issues and hear her out on this whole thing, why she was supporting President Obama, that I think we can say, and I'd have to really ask the real leaders here because I'm not that involved in the leadership in this, but I, but I, I think one can say that the relationship with the Jewish community that she has had changed simply because we sat and spoke to her. It, it's, it's not even a question. People have to realize and understand that that similar to to any debate or discussion you have with your friends or family or neighbors, there's 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 very rare circumstances where if you don't sit down across the room from somebody and have a conversation, it doesn't make an impression on them, or they have to at least be responsive. In politics, and I've said this on the program before, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. We must be at the table. 100%. Uh, Maury, I can't thank you enough. Love your passion. Love the fact that this is so easy. Love the fact that the OU understood that there's a vacuum that needs to be filled. It's just wonderful. Maury Litwack, Director of State Political Affairs at the OU. Uh, do what he's recommending. Please do what I'm recommending. Go to advocacy.ou.org slash united. Advocacy.ou.org slash united. You will see it is the simplest, fastest process, and it's the first step to what hopefully will be a tremendous step toward everybody being an advocate for Israel and the Jewish community. Maury Kalakavo, thanks for joining us, and good luck Tuesday. May the best person for public safety and the best person for sensible leadership in New York win the election.
You still there, Maury? I am. I'm. Uh, I, I'm. I'm loving. I'm loving. I'm imagining that booming Knuckle Siegel voice uh, across the New York City airwaves. Fantastic. You're not sure. So, you're not sure how to respond to that. Thanks so much. Well, I don't even know how to respond. We got to get you. I know. I know. We got Miriam one of these. I got to get you one of these. We got to get you a stop fetching start voting hat. I got to get this walking around. We'll get the boat vote out like crazy. It's I, great. I get. I get. I mean, get I, those billboards in Brooklyn going. Booming. Voice. I have earned my stripes this morning. Maury's getting me an ad- Maury's getting me an advocacy cap. I am prouder than ever. Thank you, sir, for 100%. joining us. Thanks so much for joining. Thank you, Malcolm. Maury Litwack. <laughs> I think I stunned him with my uh, with my appeal that the leader of New York should be a se- a sensible person who can uh, lead us to uh, the next great steps for this city. It's all Tuesday, everybody. It's Tuesday. Don't forget. We'll remind you. Don't forget to vote. Don't forget to vote. Some people like to go vote before shul on Tuesday. That's how people run to vote. Um, but, it, uh, but you could vote anytime until the polls close. And go to that website and make sure to register advocacy.ou.org slash united. Advocacy.ou.org slash united. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. Palenim, Mahagin, Lamashi, Rakia, 
J.M. and the A.M. on a Thursday. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world of web at NahumSiegel.com and the NahumSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. You heard Schlockrock with the Musaf medley from a Shabbat in Liverpool. Via Hafta, that was Milach Cohen before that here at J.M. and the A.M. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, NahumSiegel Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Feel free to support us by going to fjbunity.org fjbunity.org and um, our fundraiser will conclude for spring summer will conclude a week from tomorrow and I thank those who are donating in memory of uh, Mayor Weingarten. Well the OHEL Rosemill Healthcare Golf and Tennis Classic is this coming Monday. We're going to be getting up for work and maybe school for those who still have it uh, early this coming Monday the people who are at the OHEL Golf and Tennis Classic, they're going to be getting up early to support OHEL by playing golf and playing tennis. <laughs> at the Al- They have a much better Monday morning than we're going to have at the Alpine Country Club. That's where it's happening. It's the OHEL Rosemill Healthcare Golf and Tennis Classic. Uh, they There is a raffle that's available. Anybody who wants to be part of the raffle, it's five tickets for $100 with amazing prizes. You can actually go to ohelfamily.org. I click on the donate button and indicate that you want to buy raffle tickets and you will be involved in the OHEL Golf and Tennis Classic from a distance. Uh, So you can support OHEL's programs for children, um, uh, both by being a sponsor of any of the uh, uh, golf categories. There are a couple of them that are left. You'll see them when you go to uh, uh, ohelgolfclassic.org. Or you could simply go to ohelfamily.org and click on the donate button. One of the co-chairs of this very successful event is our good friend and relative, Michelle Salzberger, who is with us live via telephone. Michelle, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you so much, Nahum. So again, it seems that this golf and tennis classic for Ohel is sold out. What's the story? How is it that you guys always get so many people to participate in this great event? Uh, well, first of all, I think anyone who is associated with OHEL knows what an amazing organization it is and how many people we help every year. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the first thing. Um, I think this is our 17th outing, if I'm not mistaken, that we've done. 
And um, thank God, each year we sell out. We've, we've been sold out now for a while. Um, I think that now that the pandemic is coming to an end, thank God, people are really anxious to get back into life and do fun things. And everyone knows what a fun day the outing is. We have amazing food catered by Michael Schick Caterers. We have um, tennis for the tennis players, golf for the golfers. We have amazing prizes for the winners of the um, tennis and golf tournaments. Hmm. We have great raffle prizes. It's just all in all a really, really fun day, and I think people are really looking forward to getting back to life again. I have another good piece of news for you, Michelle. Apparently the weather forecast is pretty good for Monday as well. It is, but we don't talk about that because, you know, we don't want to jinx anything. I think you're right about that. Michelle Salzberger is with us. Great committee of co-chairs that are uh, uh, taking care of the OHEL Tennis and Golf Classic. 17 years, pretty amazing. Um, I think in addition to everything you said, and post-pandemic, you're 100% right, but I think in addition to that, it seems like it's a really fun event. People like to go, be part of it, and both golf-wise, tennis-wise, and all the other stuff that you mentioned, it just seems to be a really fun day. It's, it's a great day, and you're, you're right. The weather, we, we, we pray for good weather all year. <laughs> um, great imagine. weather is a great day. Yeah, I can imagine. All right, Michelle, you know what this is all about. It's all about supporting OHEL. Uh, there are really two things we need to point out. One is that there are a couple of categories left if corporations or individuals or families want to sponsor anything specifically for the Golf Classic. They'll find that at ohelgolfclassic.org ohelgolfclassic.org. And by the way, Michelle, how about a shout-out to those corporations and individuals and families who've already come through? You have some some amazing categories that were already sponsored for the, for the uh, Golf Classic. Um, yes, well, we have, we have um, many amazing sponsors, yeah. um, and I want to thank all of them. Um, too, many to, too many to go into right no, now. No, I got on, that, but, the, but there's some sponsorships at really high levels but, that were already taken care of, which is really cool. We, you have a lot of great support. Yeah, yeah, we have um, we have our um, our um, giveaway sponsors. Right. We have our barbecue sponsor. We have tennis uh, course sponsor. We have we have, we really have to thank everyone, um, even those who are not sponsoring but are just coming and playing and giving us money. You know, for that, yeah. we thank ev- each and every one of these people. Hey. Um, I also want to thank all of the co-chairs who helped put this all together. Yeah. Um, if I can, uh, yeah, David sure. Brusher, Yossi Eisenberger, Mendy and Kiki Haas, Mendy Schreiber, Yaakov Zachter, Ben Englander, Izzy Kaufman, John Marks, um, you know, with, and, and the amazing staff at OHEL who has really stepped up this year. Um, this year, unfortunately, OHEL suffered a terrible loss uh, a little over a month ago. Their director of development, who was also a friend of mine, Miriam Weiss, um, unfortunately passed away after a short illness, and she was the driving force behind behind so much of what OHEL does and behind this outing, and um, it gives me real satisfaction to think that this will be a really successful outing in her memory um, because yeah. she, she, is, she is really, really missed. That's a good point because uh, I've seen the major events go on all these years with Ohel and boy, did she have a an important role in all of them, and as you just pointed out, this one as well. Um, so anybody who wants to be part of that sponsor list, ohelgolfclassic.org. But Michelle pointed out something to me before the show today that's really important, and that's it, that everybody can participate at a really, really good rate if you want to give a donation and get the possibility of, uh, of winning some nice prizes. There is a raffle, Michelle, and obviously those who are there 
are going to be buying raffle tickets and participating, but those of us who are at our computers can do the same thing, right? Absolutely. Go online. You can go to olfamily.org, click on Donate, and in the memo you can, you can put in raffle tickets. Uh, we sell them for five for 100 Purchase as many as you'd like. We always have great prizes for all of our winners. Um, it's very simple, everybody. Five tickets, $100. Go to ohelfamily.org and click on the Donate button. Make sure to indicate that you want to buy raffle tickets for this coming Monday's Ohel Golf and Tennis Classic. Again, five tickets, $100. Support the work of Ohel. Um, and you have a chance to win some great prizes. Just go to ohelfamily.org, click on the Donate button, and make sure to write in the memo that you want to buy raffle tickets. Finally, Michelle, with all this hard work that you and your staff and your committee have been doing, and thank God there's a great event, as you say, post-pandemic or whatever we call this period of time <laughs> to get out there and enjoy the outdoors. we got to point out, as you alluded to earlier, that for the last 15 months, I mean, ohel has been with us for, you know, four-plus decades. I get it. Or 50. I think it's five decades already. And I get they're do doing amazing work. We've been highlighting it here for a very, very long time. Uh, but uh, you must be impressed with the way they stepped up during the pandemic to help people in very very sensitive situations, both individuals and families. And I think as everybody golfs on Monday, it's what, that's one of the things we need to keep in mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's been a tough year for everyone, and especially for, for organizations like OHEL, who had so many people that needed their help. And um, every dollar we raise, you know, goes towards that goal of helping people. And, um, we, we, you know, we appreciate every raffle ticket that's purchased, every golfer or tennis player that comes, every corporate sponsor that sponsors all that every every penny that goes towards helping all of these people. Yeah, young people, children, family members, and uh, and, and generally people in our community. Michelle, good luck on Monday. I'm sure the golfers and tennis players are anxious to already get out there and start enjoying. I hope it's a wonderful day on Monday. Thank you, thank you so much, Nahum. Michelle Salzberger, co-chair of the big event. You know the big event. It's the Ohel Family, uh, the Ohel uh, Golf and Tennis Classic. Uh, which is happening this coming Monday. Um, we don't usually say it this directly. We always say people can sponsor and be involved. Now, OHEL and so many other organizations really need our support, really need uh, those of us who can afford to step up to step up. And one of the best ways to do it is simply to buy raffle tickets. So go to ohelfamily.org, ohelfamily.org, click on the donate button, indicate you want to be part of the raffle. In the memo, you can just write you want to be part of the raffle, and you'll have a chance to win some great prizes, etc. And obviously, you can be in touch with the people at OHEL if you need any further details. The OHEL Rosemill Healthcare Golf and Tennis Classic happens this Monday at the Alpine Country Club in New Jersey. Or at least I think it's in New Jersey. More coming up. You're listening to a, uh, what is today? A Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM. Oh, <laughs> 
daring moving story ever to have been told one of agony and glory of a mission to uphold mm, and you're essential to this story a letter in its sacred scroll and it's not just allegory when you embrace your place and role you never find yourself in a situation 
cannot undo So let your letter shine unto the nations Be proud to be a Jew As we've been hunted down in senseless hate And we're searching back with love and care And it's never, ever too late for any Jew a holy letter, every family word, a community, a sentence, each voice it must be heard. And to the letters that rose up in smoke, we must do more than say never again, and be the eternal letters of hope for our children and for them. And you know, you never find yourself a situation that you cannot undo so let your letter shine unto the nations be proud to be a Jew cause we've been hunted down in senseless hate and we're searching back with love and care I know it's never, never, never too late for any Jew any Jew Anywhere hey. He said to himself If the Nazis search out Every Jew in hate We will search out Every Jew In love There's a home we must Build together To heal A fractured world The dignity of difference we must treasure In our deeds and in our words Live with faith in our future Be the leader you were born to be And the day will come much sooner When we'll all live in harmony You never find yourself In a situation that you cannot undo So let your letter shine onto the nations Be proud to be a Jew Cause we've been hunted down in senseless hate And we're searching back with love and care And no, it's never, never, ever too late For any Jew, any Jew Anywhere It's never too late Thank <laughs> you. 
רציתי שתהיו כחיות הנואמות ביער לילות שלמים רציתי שתהיו כחיות הנואמות ביער Some cats need some black brand new. Chayot Hanoamot here at JM in the AM. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, we already played that twice this morning. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Um, we've invited Dove Lipman back on last week. Uh, he gave us a really good perspective about what was going on. Not only a good perspective, but a good uh, review of the um, ever-changing situation in terms of travel to Israel from the United States. We'll ask him for an update on that. And he also has a big announcement about a brand new organization that he is now leading. And we'll explain all of that coming up right here at JM in the AM. Uh, Dove Lipman, former member of Knesset in Israel, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. Great to be with you. All right. First, the update, if there's any. Can you tell us anything six days later 
about what Americans will have to have or do and when they'll have to have or do whatever that might be in order to travel to the state of Israel. Still nothing concrete. I did have a conversation with an official in the health ministry today who did seem to cement the idea that a, a serious change will take place on July 1st or around July 1st. We're trying to uh, narrow that down um, in terms of anyone vaccinated being allowed to come into Israel. He also seemed to indicate that there could possibly be a relaxing of some of the testing once people do come to Israel, which is one of the things that really, really trying to be on top of because right. we're anticipating hundreds of people coming in a day, right. and then if they do have to take the serological testing, that's going to cause a major flooding in the health ministry in terms of people wanting to get out of their quarantine. So we're still waiting, and I promise you, I will send you a message as soon as we have something final. We're hoping to have some meetings next week where we really get some finality to it. All right, so it's possible, and I, I, I'm not putting words in your mouth, but it is possible that if someone does travel to Israel, all that will be required before getting to Ben Gurion Airport is proof of vaccination and or some type of test, right? It's possible we're heading in that direction. And then once one gets to Ben Gurion Airport, it sounds like you're trying to influence people to make that procedure as simple as possible. Correct. And I don't want to tell anyone in the health ministry that they shouldn't test people. Right. That's their decision to make. Right. What we're asking for is that whatever process they require, that it should be smooth and there be enough manpower and the technology is there so that it's very straightforward. I understand their desire to clarify if people are truly uh, uh, vaccinated and there might be some fraud out there. But whatever the process is, it should be smooth and simple and, and relatively uh, not time consuming so people can get on with their trip in Israel. Um, okay, Dove Lippman is with us from Israel. All right, so if somebody, I mean, and I'll end with this, I'll end this portion of the conversation with this. If someone wants to spend the 4th of July weekend in Israel, it's not the craziest thing to make a reservation, mean, meaning that it sounds like uh, it's a, it's a, again, you can't say 100%, but it might be more than 50% that they'll be able to, within reason, uh, get to the state of Israel. Yes, but they also have to keep in mind that if they have children who are not vaccinated above the age of six and above, right. that also could be an issue because uh, I, don't, I don't see them opening the door uh, to that at this point. We'll have to see. Uh, that's number one. Number two, people should also know if they are trying to get into Israel before that, the consulates are really, really backed up and the Misrat Pnim is really, really backed up. And it's very, very difficult for us. You know, people turn to us and we'll talk about the organization in a moment. Right. It's, it, even, it, we try to help, but at, at this point, you know, with the two weeks to go to July 1st, it's a little bit tough. Here's how you describe the organization. It's called Yad La Olim, Helping Olim Thrive, and it reads as follows. This is from the uh, the the um, homepage on the website. We are a dedicated team of Olim who understand what it's like coming to Israel and are here to help you navigate Israeli bureaucracy, government ministries, and assist you with all your needs in Israel, whether it's related to corona, corona travel, ole rights, uh, health care, education, taxes, or any other issue. Yad Laolim and their team is here to help. Why was it necessary to start Yad Laolim? 
It really came from uh, this past year where there was an, uh, being, my being inundated and a few other people who have been helping me with requests uh, related to, specifically it started with Corona Travel. I've been fielding requests from people since my time in the Knesset to help. And I do want to clarify uh, very, very clearly to people, uh, Nefesh Benefesh is the you know, preeminent outsourced arm for government for Aliyah from North America. They're the ones who will help anybody with all of their Aliyah needs. And we've just seen a huge volume and certainly questions regarding COVID uh, that lends to you know, more people uh, needing help. And uh, we're in constant contact and synergy with Nefesh Benefesh. But there's just a need uh, for many people who need that hand-holding, and uh, we're here to provide that service, first of all. And then there's a second element, which is also lobbying the government uh, for uh, support for, for policies related to Olim. Uh, we actually have a feature on the website called Write Your Law, and people have actually been sending us brilliant ideas uh, for things that can help Olim, uh, things that can really make the Aliyah process, once people are here, the acclamation to Israel, much smoother. And our intent is to not only help people who turn to us by going to yadolim.org and asking for help in a variety of reasons, including corona travel, but also to then be an arm to lobby the government to really work and work with other uh, existing organizations uh, to make sure that real policies are changed. You know, it's funny. I know why the consumer, and I, and I am a consumer, I understand why they would feel that the first part of what you said is the most important part. I get it because people need help when it comes to any of the departments that we just mentioned in the opening. And thank God you and your team are there to help people. But the second part, I mean, first of all, I'm sure people never even thought of it, uh, but I can't imagine that it was ever addressed or ever really taken very seriously. And that is, if I have this correct, that that Anglo-Jews, you know, Israelis, Anglo-Israelis, uh, need to be represented in the Knesset, not necessarily with a proper person to represent them, but with proper uh, laws and regulations. They may bring to the table, as you just described, you know, something that the Knesset will be more than happy to pass or that will easily get through uh, that no one's ever thought of before, that will simply make life for Olim in Israel easier or, you know, in a, in a more sensible manner, uh, will bring to the attention of Israeli officials things that they may not have considered uh, that Americans or other Anglos are thinking of. Absolutely. And we have, I mean, a list that's already been put together, already made communication with uh, the health minister, with the uh, Aliyah minister, Penina Tamanushata, who I'm close friends with, and uh, certainly we want to work together. And things that were really, by the way, even open the door to Aliyah for some people. I mean, an example is continuity of care in, in the medical field, where, you know, someone who, uh, you know, being able to transfer over your doctors beforehand, being able to have, you know, say a child person has a child that's with autism, to make sure that, you know, all the paperwork is done beforehand, right. transferred over smoothly and they begin, they hit the ground running in Israel with the care that they need so that people don't have to go through a few months uh, without it, and that actually prevents people from making Aliyah to begin with. And certainly if they do make Aliyah, it makes it more difficult. And that's just one example where there are things that can be shifted. I mean, something simple like all documentation having English or having ministry, right. uh, making sure that people who actually speak English as their native language there for people to reach out to. So our, our goal in Yad Olim is really to uh, be able to make that that difference on this side of the ocean in Israel when people uh, get here and play our role in, in the effort to smooth the Aliyah process. We are in the middle of our launch campaign right now. It's yadlolim.org slash donation. Uh, anyone who wants to be part of it and, and help us uh, succeed in this mission, certainly welcome to go to that site, yadlolim.org slash donation, and help us out. You know, one of the things I think uh, would really go under your umbrella would be licensing. There, there are people in different professions that require special licenses in Israel 
or, or any country, frankly. Uh, and I think that often they complain about how tedious that process is. I think you could be very helpful for that. That, that's for sure, and also a, a recognition of degrees is right. an issue. There are people right. who have degrees, and the process to go through here, I have a, a list of people who they have a master's degree, but because of the lack of recognition, they're viewed as only having a bachelor's degree. And right. there's a lot of things where if we sit down together and we're really advocates of them, like you said, it's not a, a political party, it's, it's just an effort of all the old in coming together and saying this, and we want to be that representation to say these are things that have to change, and it's such a simple change that can be made if we just have that dialogue and we have the ability to sit together with them and get those policies in place. And by the way, I think historically there are plenty of precedents, right? There are those who at the right time represented Yemenite Jews in the Knesset and uh, and, and Russian Jews in the Knesset. Once once Aliyah got to a certain point, people realized that community, communities you know, had special needs that had to be addressed. Absolutely. And uh, we, we, people, every time there's an election here in Israel, people talk about, oh, we have to have a, an Anglo-political party. And I actually say it's a mistake. We're all over the political map. Right. Uh, everyone should vote you know, based on their issues. Uh, but yes, there are clearly uh, policies that unite all of us together. And, and coming together as a force, as an organization, or a few organizations working together uh, to get those policies changed, uh, that can make a really, really big difference in people's lives and their acclamations uh, to Aliyah. I think it'll enable uh, uh, people who make Aliyah and, and don't stay here to, to stay here, and it'll actually uh, inspire even more people to make Aliyah because they'll hear how people are succeeding and flourishing once they've made Aliyah. And the goal is to help Olim thrive. The website, yadlolim.org slash donation, Y-A-D-L-O-L-I-M dot org slash donation. Again, yadlolim.org slash donation, Y-A-D-L-O. LIM.org slash donation if you want to help Dove Lipman and his team uh, continue to get this organization off the ground and uh, helping more and more people. Final question, of course, uh, Dove Lipman uh, is Yamina and Yeshatid still getting along? So far, they are. I, I think we have to give them a little bit time of grace, but they are uh, getting along. Uh, they, they have an agenda. You see the Prime Minister Bennett working. And you know what's interesting is that people are seeing that there could be someone else in the position of Prime Minister, and the sky is not falling, and we get up every day. And, and Netanyahu is there. He's the head of the opposition. His role is to try to topple the government. That's the way the Israeli system works. And, and we'll see how it plays out. But so far, uh, you know, all the ministers are getting into their positions. They're learning the ropes. They're understanding what's going on. They're setting out their agendas. And time will tell uh, if they're able to hold it together or not. I hope I see you in Israel in July. And thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Look forward to seeing you here. Dove Lippman, everybody. Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Oh, let's hope, let's hope, let's hope that everybody can travel and make plans and see them come to fruition. I want to thank all those who've been donating at fjbunity.org to support our spring-summer fundraiser. Thank you. It ends a week from tomorrow. I want to thank those who have um, sent in envelopes via the United States Postal Service. God bless them um, with your donations and your dedications. A thank you going out to um, uh, Mr. and Mrs. David Graubard of Flushing, New York. They've donated four times high in memory of Helen Hagler, Chaya Tzviya Bas Yisrael. Thank you very much for that. And uh, we certainly are connected to the Hagler family and remember Helen fondly, to say the least. Thank you to Donna and Dove Perlmutter in Baltimore, a $100 donation. A um, 
a total of, um, let's see if I have this right, a total of $216, one eighty from Shmuley and uh, Cyril Goldman in uh, memory of uh, my father, Harav Zev and Rabiel who of course said the zinked ven, words that have impacted our lives. Thank you for that. And an additional $36 in honor and in memory of Mayor Weingarten, and we thank you very, very much for that. I want to thank Mr. and Mrs. Spatz on Staten Island. I mentioned Staten Island yesterday. Uh, they've always been supporters. They've sent in their annual donation, and I thank them. Dr. Ken Blumberg and family in Livingston, they've sent in their annual donation. I thank them for that. Susan Steinfeld in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, has donated in memory of Mayor Weingarten. Can't thank you enough for that. Uh, the Wolf family, um, Mark Wolf and his family have donated and um, we just saw them, of course, uh, when we did the show from uh, Congregation Eitz Chaim in Livingston, New Jersey, and I thank them for always remembering us. The Nemishers, thank you to Stu and Ruth uh, on Nome Avenue over there in Staten Island. Like I said, Staten Island always comes through for us with annual donations, and we thank you very much. Chaya Cole, in memory of Mayor Weingarten, three times high, in memory of Mayor, scholar, teacher, friend, and a real mensch. Yeah, Chaya is from Highland Park, and I thank very, thank her very much for that. And a big thank you again to those listeners who came to Mayer's funeral who had never, ever met him. A big thank you to that category of people. Mr. and Mrs. J. Isaac and Teaneck, four times high, thank you. Beverly and George Schwartz in, um, in Spring Valley, thank you for your donation. Uh, thank you to the Freedmans in Waterbury, Connecticut, who have donated in memory of Mayor Weingarten, Mayor Nachum Ben David, thank you. Thank you to uh, Richard Zimmerman. A $126 donation from the Upper West Side. Uh, thank you to our good friend Benji Berger. Never, ever forgets us. Ten times high. Thank you, Benji. Um, thank you to, um, oh, this is for the 24th. Okay, that's for the 24th of June. I will try my best to remember that one. Although I'll mention it now as well. Thank you to the Freedmans in Teaneck, New Jersey. A $100 donation in memory of uh, Mayor Weingarten. And... Um, Trying to see what else we have here. Uh, oh, we have a donation of $18 from Brooklyn in honor of the staff and in honor of Ray Goldwasser. And we have a three times high donation, anonymous from um, from the Upper West Side. In memory of Mayor Weingarten, I feel his loss as I do of a long-beloved friend, an irreplaceable neshama. I will grieve for him every Monday morning and more. Wow, that is very powerful, and I thank you for that. Uh, those of you who've donated in memory of Mayor, thank you. Those of you who've donated in general to our spring-summer campaign, thank you. It's fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. We can't thank you enough for participating. Again, it's fjbunity.org. And um, be as generous as possible. If you can give a monthly donation, a recurring donation of a certain amount each month, that's a tremendous help to us. And we welcome that, of course. And we thank you for that in advance. You could do that online. And those of you who have envelopes from us, from our campaign, um, if you could uh, go ahead and return those envelopes with your generous donation, that would be amazing and much appreciated. Um, what can I say? A lot of great people out there who want to see us just keep on going and keep on going. And we will continue to try our best to do just that. J.M. and the A.M. on a Thursday morning, in memory of Mayor Weingarten, Mayor Nahum Ben David, uh, we have been presenting each day until we get to Shloshim a uh, segment 
um, by Dr. Lior Gottlieb. Each day, another one of the Shire Hamalot, chapters 120 through 134 of Tehillim of Psalms. In memory of Mayor, Mayor Nahum ben David, here is Dr. Lior Gottlieb with Psalm number 127 at JM in the AM. The eighth Shir Hamalot, Mizmor Kuf Kaf Zain, Psalm 127, appears to consist of two short units, verses 1 and 2, and verses 3 to 5. Verses 1 and 2 are a statement about the futility of human action devoid of God's will. Im Hashem lo yivnevait, shav amlu vonav bo. Unless Hashem builds a house, its builders labor in vain. Im Hashem lo yishmor ir, shav shakad shomer. Unless Hashem watches over a city, the watchman observes in vain. The Mizmor is not an argument for builders or watchmen to abandon their efforts, or that human initiative and action are uncalled for. Rather, it warns of an attitude that relies on human action alone. Such an attitude leaves no room or little room for recognizing that all things are in God's hands. And that is but one step away from living a godless existence, enjoying the pleasures our world has to offer, but not acknowledging God's enablement of our successes. Sefer Devarim warns of a similar mindset in which the Israelites might come to think, My own power and the might of my own hand have attained this prosperity for me. Remember that it is Hashem your God who gives you the power to attain prosperity. Verses 3 to 5 of the Mizmor extol the benefits of building a family and having children. Children are allotted by Hashem. The fruit of the womb is His reward. The psalm then adds that having children early in life is especially beneficial for a parent, for they come into adulthood while the parent is still physically dynamic, creating an optimal team that can work together. Like arrows in the warrior's hand, so are children born in one's youth. The next verse continues the metaphor of children being as helpful to a parent as arrows are to the warrior. Fortunate is the man that fills his quiver with them. They will not be disappointed when contending with enemies at the gate. Rashi suggests that even the word banim, children, in the psalm is essentially a metaphor for Torah disciples. Banim, says Rashi, ha-talmidim shehu ma'amid shehem lo kevanim. The disciples that one raises up, they are like sons to him. When one thinks of Meir Weingarten, in whose memory we are learning these shirei ha-ma'alot, Rashi's interpretation is particularly significant and touching. Shalom, 
עצמי לחודומי. ויורי, אם גביעוסי יועילכו עיניי, ורעיו עיניי, וצורוסי וסבניסי.
brand new Jakob Schwecki off of the uh, To Life L'Chaim album that we spoke about yesterday. <clears throat> Excuse me. We spoke about yesterday during our new music alert uh, Wednesday here at JM in the AM. And I thank Jakob Schwecki for joining us yesterday. Much appreciated. Mordechai Ben David before that. <clears throat> I want to thank Dr. Lior Gottlieb again, of course. Oh, I, I need to thank uh, Seth Levitt and the entire Levitt family. It's amazing. Not only do they lead an effort to support us in a um, in a wonderful effort to keep our uh, network going, and obviously when I say that, I'm referring to the, uh, the role they have with A&H, Abels and Hyman. But in addition to that, they go ahead and they... Um, give a donation at fjbunity.org. This one in honor of the wedding. It's happening today. Mazal Tov to Jonas Levitt and Stephanie Schatz. The Levitt and Schatz families are going to be celebrating. I'm sure they already are. <laughs> uh, in honor of the big wedding, we say Mazal Tov to both families and a special Mazal of course, to the Levitts and to Seth from all of us here at uh, JM in the AM. So yet another Hassan and Kala, Baruch Hashem, in this month of June, at a more, at a more uh, open wedding. Should we put it that way? In terms of the uh, the number of people and the and the uh, lack of restrictions. Thank God. Whatever it is, it's 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 better than it was. That's for sure. So Baruch Hashem, so many Hassanim and Kalas are able to celebrate now in this month of June. Thank God. And Mazal Tov again. And big, uh, big hello in regards to our friends at A&H. Partners in Torah, the program that's connected over 80,000 Jews to learn with one another, is launching a campaign to enroll another 10,000 Jews this year on their state-of-the-art matching platform. Help them make it happen by going to partnersintorah.org slash matching. Partnersintorah.org slash matching. During these months, June, July, August, you may have an extra one hour a week that you could spend as a student or as a mentor in Partners in Torah. It's a great idea and very satisfying one. Partnersintorah.org slash matching. Partnersintorah.org slash matching. Someone asked on the app what the URL was for Yadlo Olim. It's yadlolim.org. Y-A-D-L-O-L-I-M.org. Y-A-D, excuse me, Y-A-D-L-O-L-I-M.org. Happy seventh birthday to David Zupnik. Happy birthday, David Zupnik, from all of us here at JM in the AM. Yeah, we take care of everything here. We even do the birthday wishes when, when asked to. <laughs> uh, we certainly do. Oh, I want to thank um I want to well, I want to thank everybody who's been donating this morning and every morning, as I always say. And a big thank you again to the Levitt family, as I just mentioned. Um I also want to thank um the Homnick family led by uh, Akiva Hamnik and his amazing wife um, here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. The Hamniks have just donated 10 times high at fjbunity.org, and a big thank you to them. Uh, I know, I know on, a, on an almost regular basis just how appreciative the Hamniks are of this radio broadcast and this radio network, and I thank them for that very, very much. Um, and there you have it. A lot of stuff coming up today. A lot of great radio stuff coming up today. A lot of great stuff. There, There is no need, as we always say, 
There is no need to touch that dial. We have um, Charlie Harari next. We've got Michael Fragan. He'll, he'll speak to uh, Ari Harrow and Jacob Kornblue between 9.30 and 10. Allison on Jew in the City Speaks has the co-founder of New Milk, Ari Tolwin. Miriam Alwalek at 10.30 live with the co-owner of Candy Corner Israel, Tamar Lustman. Uh, 11 o'clock, we'll do the live lunch. 7 p.m. tonight, the Arab Shabbos show, Mark Zamek at 7 o'clock tonight, 3 a.m. tomorrow, and 10 a.m. tomorrow, all sponsored by the wonderful people at Kedem. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and AlchemSiegel.com, and the AlchemSiegel Network, and of course, any beloved NSN app. Well, thanks to everybody for tuning in. Tomorrow, Malcolm Honeline, weekly update, and plenty more. Who knows what will happen tomorrow? Make sure to tune in and find out, and have a wonderful Thursday. Till tomorrow, Malcolm Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.